Um, and then as soon as as soon as uh, Nick's ready, he's just gonna jump on. We're matchy matchy. Look at us. Matchy matchy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a bit behind schedule. Yeah. I'm just like opening this earphones quick. I know, even me. <laughs> Crazy day, bro. It's I been might busy. sound a bit congested. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sick. Don't don't put that out there. <laughs> don't don't speak it into existence. You have to wear your mask, Brad. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we should. We should have worn our masks. Should have been a good example. <laughs> I don't want. To, I don't. Want, I don't want to give you any anything or catch anything from you. Yeah, Yo, you know those viruses, dude. <laughs> Computer viruses. Audio should be better now. Is it? <laughs> Brad, you still there? That is not there. Can you hear oh, me yeah. now? What's yeah. up? Yeah, <laughs> I can hear you now. You went missing for a second or two. I don't know what's popping. Is Nick there? I'm gonna add him. Oh, there he is. Let us make a check. Yo, man's even got the mark out. Let's get it. <laughs> Dude, I need a mark for my laptop. It's a it's a wasting mark. So, but it works. Oh, I don't think it's working. It's not. I can hear. I can hear it's working. working. There Testing go, one, two, one, two. It's all right. Yeah, I just need to hold it close. That's much better. Yeah, much better. <laughs> yeah, this is a very. This sounds a very long mama. intro. <laughs> that's <Damn>. a big boy. <laughs> Look at this bad boy. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> it's not about the size, guys. <laughs> it's how you that's use what they it. All say. <laughs> Oh, we, we like to say we like to tell ourselves it's not about the size. <laughs> oh me. Yeah, we like to tell ourselves that. <laughs> oh yeah, Brad, you can you can intro us. Oh, is he frozen again? I don't know if he's frozen or just not moving. <laughs> nah, he's frozen. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, guys, listen, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over from my Wi-Fi to my phone data because i think that's gonna work better yeah also just a disclaimer on my side um, i might freeze up in about 10 minutes because i'm gonna switch over to the wi-fi when the lights come back on load shedding for the win yeah south african things ah it's it's chill we'll we'll deal with it as we go but i think brad is busy switching over yeah, <laughs> yeah. <a> smile <laughs> Uh, did you get did you get any questions okay. did you get some good questions i've got three i got i got one uh i don't know if you got any nick how about you damien yeah. i've got three uh but i mean we'll we'll just play it by ear and see how it goes they're not i mean they're not mad interesting but it's questions well we all like to talk so something will come up ask us <laughs> ask us any question we'll make the podcast interesting yeah yeah. Exactly. So, cool. so if anyone's watching, it's usually just Nick. So, 
drop a comment let us know if you're watching live or if you're watching the replay um would be great to let, if you guys let us know which part you're enjoying the most where you're tuning in from if you're over there in south africa if you're over on this side in the uk or anywhere else in the world um let us know where you're tuning in from so we'll start with, with some questions um nick has the most so nick i don't know if you want to go first we just want to question i mean they're quite simple quite simple questions um but yeah, so my first one is, what's your favorite tell us you want. Tell, Sorry, tell us who you want to answer it first. <laughs> tell um, us if you want Damien or me first. Well, I know Damien. Okay, I know where that's going to go, so maybe you, Brad. <laughs> yeah. Favorite workout? Favorite workout? Like, yeah. like type of workout or like body parts? Like body. It wasn't specified, so I'd say body part and then type maybe okay my favorite type of workout is is strength training um and then i'd say my favorite muscle group probably probably my back i don't know why and i also really enjoy chest but then i also really enjoy arms i don't know it's a, it's a tough <laughs> question it's, it's a, a it's really the i think it's the process that you just enjoy upper, upper body upper body <laughs> <laughs> for me it's upper body I, I do my i do legs i promise i do legs i don't yeah. know that much but i do my legs i, I just don't like it <laughs> i don't like it at all dude i love legs i know i know yeah. damien definitely loves legs but yeah I that's legs my favorite dude dude and i i don't know i just think it's it's just the easiest movement for me like you, you don't have a lot that's going on it's literally mainly your legs doing the work and a bit of your back so i don't know for me it's just just that focus that helps yeah you you had a you had a killer squat though dude when we were training what what were you doing uh was it that in matric your, what were you doing in matric the, the for i your did squats? my best was four by 120. four by 120 yeah that's a that's a strong squat, yeah. dude. Flat. Not pre, bad. yeah pre-covid pre-covid but now i'm, I'm sickling with 100 bro yo I also saw that when I came back. We all, we all, for fives. And look at you now, was, bro. You're going mad with the squats. But your deadlifts are insane, dude. Your deadlifts are insane. <laughs> I take my hat off to that point. <laughs> Appreciate it. What did you say there, Brad? I said I've, I was out of the gym for a long time, way longer than you guys, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because I had, that whole, I had that whole South African lockdown. And then as soon as things started opening up that side, I probably had about a month in the gym and then I moved here. And then it was like the gym was open for like a month. So I probably had like two months in the gym. Then it was locked down again for me. So that was that was from December all the way through until about six weeks ago. So I had like half a year kind of period of time where it's like in and out of the gym yeah. sort of. I lost a lot of strength, but... I was just doing mostly body weight stuff, but my, my numbers suffered a lot. Like I'm, I'm, I was doing 10 by 10. So that's, that's a hundred uh, volume, hundred reps. Right. Um, and I was using 60. So that's 600 volume. No, 6,000. So, yeah, am I right? 60 times hundred, 6,000. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's six times reps times weight. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean that that's a lot of volume, but as as like if I had to do my like one rep or three rep rep max, it, it wouldn't be very much. It would probably be about 80, 90, and I'd probably be really yeah. struggling. <laughs> I'm sure, I'd probably be really struggling at the moment. Yeah. But again, 
it comes down to different training goals, man. <laughs> like, facts. Nick, that's facts. We 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 kind of train for strength, whereas Brad, you're going for more health and yeah. aesthetics, right? So yeah, yeah just kind of like overall general health vibes. So, but I yeah. think even with like strength, you do tend to put on quite a bit of muscle in the process as well. Because like like me, okay, I've been doing quite a bit of toning for the past few weeks. Because obviously, I'm getting back into gym. I'm trying to build my form, you know, and um, yeah, like I've I've noticed major improvements in the past five weeks. I don't know if it's this 75 hard as well that's contributing with the yoga, but um, from the workouts, like it's it's predominantly strength training, and like I'm quite impressed with the progress I've made. So, but yeah, I suppose that's that's the newbie gains kicking in, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, it might just be because you you were like untrained for a while, and now it's the yeah. the gains are coming back, the, the muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. What's happening to me as well? Because since I've been out so long, I mean, it's it's only been like six weeks since I've been back in the gym, and that's not a lot of time to make much progress. Like, if anyone thinks that they're gonna make yeah. insane massive gains in six weeks, like even training as hard as like the best in the world, like you're still only going to be able to do so much in six weeks, you know? So yeah. like even for me, it's because I've been out so, for so long. I haven't been doing anything with a barbell, anything with like heavy weights. It's been mostly body weight and some very light dumbbells. Um, for me, it's like, I'm seeing like some pretty like good, like it's, it's, it's almost as if it's like my first time in the gym. That's when you're kind of going to like see the most gains. You're going to get the most yeah. sort of progressive overload. It's like the first time you ever, because it's a new stimulus. So I'm seeing yeah. a lot of changes in like such a short space of time, and I'm, it's like it's quite a it's quite a nice thing to actually see. Yeah, and I think it also feels good coming in as well, like just feeling that that extra bit of fatigue from starting. Like I don't know about you, but I I love it. The longer my body's fatigued, the better, because I don't know. It's just it's like a a place of growth, comfort. I don't know how to explain it, but it it just feels lacquer as well. Yeah. What yeah, do you mean by fatigued, mean. though, Nick? Like, hey? like by fatigued, what do you mean? Do you mean like because I, I remember yeah, like, in the last episode you were asking like, do you mean do you mean like stiffness or do you mean yeah. like so, so for not me, like the way fatigued. the way I describe it is it's the soreness and then like after you like towards the end you get stiff. I don't know if that's how you feel. You mean during but, uh, the actual for me workout. it's like like the day after. The day after it's like stiff and then throughout the day it progresses to like soreness and then yeah sorry it's my my blinds are like shining light into my i don't know if you guys can see it. cool sorry like yeah. disco. <laughs> i think Yo, it's, when uh, I, when... it's mine also, nick because uh yeah I, I know exactly what you mean it's because you think that because you stiff you're gonna make more gains and i also i also yeah, think yeah. the same thing i don't know I think it's just like from when you start working out because you think that if you stiff, it's going to lead to more gains. So yeah. that's why we enjoy the stiffness. But yeah, dude, yeah. I also well, don't I mean, like uh... being able to sit in the toilet seat and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you, when you roll out of bed in the morning. Every leg there. After every leg there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think... Literally. Sorry, sorry, I think <laughs> with, that, with that question I asked, I, I asked last week, I think it was a bit like... I, I didn't really know how to explain it to you guys, but obviously yeah. it is limited to the chat and you guys actually had, had some good things to say. Like I, I took quite a lot from that. I'm glad. Thank you. Glad. 
<laughs> okay, let me let me let me ask my yeah. question. Ask your question, bro. What are your views on body positivity when people promote being fat and unhealthy? So Nick, you can answer first since you are our beloved guest. Okay, well, Brad, can you maybe answer it first? Because our lights just went on. And uh, I'm just going to uh, switch over to the Wi-Fi just now. So if you don't mind. And then cool. So with, with pos- body positivity, I think I actually have like a very strong opinion on this. Um, but I don't really necessarily know how to express it that well. But if if you're someone who's genuinely happy with the way that you look and the way that you feel regardless of like your size and regardless of like your actual physical appearance then then i understand like no one should tell you that you're supposed to look a certain way um in order to be happy in order to feel a certain way in order to be beautiful like there's no set standard of like what you should look like in order for you to be happy and for in order for you to feel good but if you're if you're sitting there and you're actually unhappy about the way that you look and the way that you feel and you're using this body positivity thing as like some sort of back end excuse for why you're not putting in the work and why you're not actually working on yourself because you actually want to have a six pack or you actually do want to be fit or you actually do want to look like a model or you actually do want to look like this or this or that but you're not you're not you're not motivated enough to put in the work and make the effort and make the sacrifices so instead of doing the work you're telling yourself oh no like i am the way that i am why should i change you know and you're actually resenting the people who are doing the work and you're actually resenting that the the people who look good and you're saying like you know beauty is all sizes and this and this and that like it it, it depends on the person you know like i i the way that i look now i don't look 100 percent the way that i want to look but i know that it takes time and everything obviously we can get into all of that but um if I was just saying like, like you, you have some sort of um, like displeasure with the way that you look like to a certain extent for, for you to be uh, motivated enough to move forward. But that doesn't mean I'm shaming myself and that doesn't mean I'm calling myself like small or if I'm calling myself fat or I'm calling myself unfit or weak or anything like that. I'm happy and I love myself the way that I am because I just I am who I am. And if I don't love myself, then I'm never going to do the work to make myself better and to make myself improve. So obviously you need to love yourself um, in order for, for anything to, to move forward or for any, any sort of progress to actually happen in the first place. But if you love yourself to the extent that you know you want to stay exactly where you are, then I don't think that's loving yourself. I think that's just keeping yourself in a comfort zone and making an excuse for why you don't want to put in the work and why you don't want to move forward. In, interesting yeah. point of view, dude. Very, very different to mine, but I, I think like it. I quite agree on you on that. Um, but from my view, I think, yeah, like I, I pretty much think the same. Like if you're happy with the way you look um, and you're confident and you genuinely, like you genuinely don't have a problem with the way you are, then like it's good. Like your happiness comes first. But I mean, when it gets to a point where, you dragging along like disease like obesity or diabetes or you know whatever then i think it's up to you to like change that for yourself because nobody else is going to help you i mean you're not 
like you could also be happy just being in the way that you are in the sense that um, you don't feel that you can push through, you know, and you don't feel that's for you. Like, okay, that's fine. There's, there's no need for you to do that. But if you want to help yourself and um, save your health, then by all means, go ahead and do it. Like, I don't think, I don't think body positivity has anything to do with um, anyone else but yourself. Like, like I know people that have fat shamed other people, bro. Like, and they they're doing quite well for themselves. And um, like, I I won't call them out personally, but I know people yeah. that have fat shamed. Just and it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's not cool. <laughs> I mean, if if someone like some people actually have genetic issues, bro, where they struggle to lose weight, and like, at what point? Are you gonna are you gonna decide that you need to deprive yourself of like like food, dude? We all know that the way to lose size and and to live healthily physically is to eat correctly, right? So how are you going to tell someone that they're not allowed to enjoy food? You know, like if they if they don't wanna change then they don't want to and that's okay. You know, I just think it's it's just about people tolerating it and not pushing their views onto other people because that's very true. You could have someone that's perfectly happy and then you go and tune them something to make them insecure about themselves. Like, what what good are you bringing to that other person? It's not like you're even offering them out. You're just telling them that they're fat and lazy and that's no good, but happy the way they are. Just exactly the same how you'd be happy with fitness and sticking to strict diets and working out they're happy with their lives you know so very that's true just my view. you want to add to that damien um i hear where both of you guys are coming from and i do agree with you somewhat but i think that if you're overweight you need to lose weight because at the end of the day being overweight is not healthy and i do understand that some people do have genetic disorders and stuff where they struggle to lose weight, but there is people that have still lost weight with those disorders. So if you're at an unhealthy weight, I yeah. do think you need to lose weight. But I also think that everyone should be decent about it. Like don't go around fat shaming people. That's not the way to go about it. Um, and I also think that you should love yourself at every step of the way. So if you are, overweight obese love yourself when you're obese but also love yourself when you look like a greek god or goddess yeah. so love yourself throughout the whole process but if you're overweight it's unhealthy you gotta lose weight and then i also wanted to add that i hate the body positivity movement dude because even the people that are pushing the movement do not understand the movement because it's so one-sided yeah. have yeah. you ever heard like the yeah. way it doesn't only work if you are overweight it works if you're underweight as well and some people like usually an overweight person, not always, not trying to gener generalize, but they will come to somebody that is smaller and they'll be like, yo, you're so skinny. But like that's body shaming in its own. You know yeah, what body I mean? shaming as well, you're right. And they won't see it. Or like they'll go to a bodybuilder and be like, yo, you look disgusting because man looks like a tank. But I mean, that's yeah. body shaming. So it's so one-dimensional. Yeah. Even people pushing the movement do not understand the movement. Yeah. So yeah. That's yeah. I want to elaborate, bro, when you're done your point. Yeah, done. So I said, like, as long as you're happy, that's cool. Like, be whatever size you want. 
that's if you understand the ramifications of your of your size you know so if you're overweight and you're saying i'm happy the way that i am and i'm so beautiful and this and this and that and you really feel like you are good for you you know as long as you understand what damage you're doing to yourself health wise and you're cool with that you know you'd rather live a bit shorter but but you feel good because you can eat 20 cupcakes a day like that's cool you look you live your life you know same thing with like if you <laughs> same thing if you're really small and like you understand the ramifications of like what you're doing to yourself health wise but you're happy with living with those consequences and you genuinely feel good about yourself then that's cool but if you don't feel good about yourself, don't make up excuses and say it's body positivity and everyone's beautiful and this and this and that. If you don't feel beautiful, listen to yourself. If you feel like you're you're ashamed of the way you look, listen to yourself and make some changes. I used to be quite overweight and I didn't feel good about it, you know. And I used to say like, um, you know, like all these people think that you should be thin in order to be like good looking and all of this stuff, like dad bods, you know, for the win. I would like I would like make this whole thing about like chicks actually like dad bods you know and like you know i'd survive longer <laughs> if i got caught on an island than if damien was like like what the hell like when am i <laughs> on an island you know like like you know i just make up every excuse in the world because i didn't want to lose weight and i didn't want to own the fact that i wasn't happy the way that i looked taking responsibility is the first step but it doesn't mean now you say like you look at yourself and you start crying and you start beating yourself up for the way you are like it's like we said you have to love yeah. yourself in order to like actually do something for yourself if you hate yourself why would you ever do something for for yourself if you if i hate damien if damien asked me to do a favor for him i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna tell him to go f himself so like you have to love yourself to do something that's good for you you know you genuinely have to like have a have a decent sense of responsibility for where you are and the way you feel but i also i don't like the body positivity movement you know like i don't i don't like I don't like the fact that some fitness brands are posting overweight people and super skinny people in their in their brand and stuff. And I get it, like overweight people and skinny people are people too. You know, like we shouldn't exclude them from the human race. Like no one's saying that. No one's saying that you shouldn't do that. But when a fitness brand like I don't know, Nike posts an athlete in their advertisement, it's because they're trying to show you the pinnacle of athletic performance. They're trying to show you what's really possible. It's something to aspire towards it's not something to make you feel bad about the way that you look you know if, if there's a fitness model posting pictures it's not there to make you look at yourself and say like oh i don't look like that um now i'm not beautiful it's there for you to show you what's possible for yourself and also with regards to like people who, who are actually in the gym and who, who do actually look good they get a lot more attacked they get attacked a lot more than people really realize because i used to get right. you know like comments and smirks, smirks and all of that stuff when I was overweight, but when I started gymming and when I started posting about how good I feel, that's when it got times by 100 and I didn't expect that. I thought I was going to get love and everything, but now everyone's like, oh, Bradley's so cocky. Bradley thinks that he that this and this and that. He's so egotistical and blah, 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 blah. They're body shaming you even though you have a good body. And the people who are, who are, who are overweight or super skinny, they're talking so, so much smack about the people who, who are starting to look good or like the best models in the world saying like oh we 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 look good even though we're overweight and stuff and these people these models are starving themselves and they're not actually happy and blah 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 like you you're judging them so much which is why you think they're judging you like i do not judge someone who's overweight Thanks. or someone who's skinny i really do not like 
I don't because I understand what it's like and I know what it feels like. You know, I leave I leave them alone. Like if someone had to ask me for help, I'd be so happy to give them any kind of advice or help, you know, for them to be able to change if that's what they want to do. Um, but if they're happy the way that they are, then that's just who they are. That That's cool as well. But if they're pretending to be happy and pretending to like the way that they are, when I can see that they're not happy and I can see that they're not confident and I can see that they actually do somewhere deep down wish that they could look a certain way, that's when I'm like, this whole body positivity thing isn't good because people are making you feel comfortable being the way you are and you should never be comfortable. You should always be striving to improve, striving to grow, striving to you know, become something more than what you are right now. Because if you aren't growing, you're dying. You know, so if you aren't if you aren't working on yourself inside, you're dying somewhere because you feel like you could be doing more, and you should be doing more, and you could be providing more to other people. You could be an inspiration. You could teach people something. There's really like it's a good question. It's a good question. That is a sick rant, dude. I agree with every word you just said. Yeah, I could probably carry on for more. <laughs> Like I don't have no, anything to say about that. Just, <laughs> yeah, that is good, dude. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, man. Um, but Nick, I don't know if you have anything to add. If you don't, I wanted to uh, rewind a little bit. I thought of another topic that I wanted to bring up. No, no, I'm cool. You can, you can go ahead. Cool. So, um, what you're speaking about now about advertisements with the body shaming and stuff about how brands are posting obese athletes and stuff like that. Dude, I was in the car today and have you realized how much of an impact media has had like on the majority of society? Because most relationships nowadays are so toxic, bro. Like it's bad. <laughs> and Very bad. It's bad. And I was sitting in the car, dude. You mean like intimate listening. relationships? Like 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 yeah like dating intimate relationship yeah. that, that type of thing or married that type of thing and i was really sitting in the car dude and i was listening to some song i don't know about who it was by or i can't remember the lyrics but the lyrics were like so toxic dude and i was like how can you normalize this i was like this is not right yeah. <laughs> like this is yeah. so toxic and it's literally impacted so many people dude because people think that's the normal way to behave about how yeah. you should be toxic in a relationship you know and yeah i want to speak about that because we need to not normalize that. Be healthy. Actually, yeah, that was actually really good because, okay, from being someone who's been in a toxic relationship for like plus minus two years, um, I've actually got a lot I can I can bring forth and I'm I can relate to what you're saying because, and it's it's not just media. It's, I think it's just society's values these days as well, and like. The fact that people prioritize values, um, their values according to scenarios, and people kind of, kind of like they determine what's right and wrong, you know. Yeah. And um, it's just it's just what people accept, you know, like in general, that contributes to that toxicity. Like um, you you're just saying the music that people are listening to. I mean, the fact that. The fact that they're playing those that those like tracks on the radio or whatever just shows that there's an acceptance of it in society. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, it wouldn't be blowing up if nobody like liked it and could relate, you know. And um, facts. I just think it's it's down to the values, the values of society, and the way people hold them. Like there's 
like things are too liberal these days and i'm i'm not talking about like hey like, bro i speak you know, english break that down i don't know what liberal means like just very accepting of of people in like things just in general like different cultures um different behaviors you know um maybe maybe you should give an example of what you're saying because you you know you don't want to get cancelled dude <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so like be careful when you bring so up like, culture and and, and, and yeah. <laughs> yeah no 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 so there's like there's if i had to explain it so you know the difference between um the lib like the liberal the right and the left right and left wing yeah and then there's liberal and then conservatives and then conservatives obviously believe in like upholding values from like the past and just keeping things the way they were and then liberals are like more open to change oh okay kind of vibes you know yeah. so, so do you think society is too liberal it's too free yeah dude way too liberal i mean and i'm not i'm not talking about about like like i'm not talking about like gay rights or you know or the whole lgbtq plus like i'm not targeting that at all i'm just saying in general like it's just about what you're willing to accept as a society and how you because the thing about liberal society is it's up to the individual to determine what's what's good and what's bad if you know what i mean like there's no set of rules and then if, if, if it was up to every individual there'd be seven billion different ways that everything would be structured exactly but then here's here's the thing about that too is if someone someone creates like a movement like amongst their friends or whatever and they do it via gossip i'll explain it better but say i gossip to you about damien right and i say something about bad about damien and then you're gonna you're gonna start taking that in and you're gonna be thinking geez this guy isn't cool you know and then you go tell other people and then you get more people against him then you've got this idea that it's okay to treat him badly based on what i said right but yeah. you don't you yourself don't know the truth and um it's just about like these this fake news and people not having the discernment to tell like what's right or wrong and like you like i don't believe you should judge people you know but um yeah. like i'm actually speaking from my personal experience so um yeah i just think yeah, people yeah. Are, are led astray by the wrong values if you know what i mean and um yeah, they so. kind of all bunch together around that type of um those kind of misleading qualities yeah that's interesting bro like for for like for for me um because i've i've been in a relationship now for for three and a half years and also learning from sort of the society and like hearing things on the radio like watching movies is a big one um like seeing other seeing friends in relationships like you have this certain idea of how to behave and how to make a relationship work or what girls will like and how you're supposed to act as as a real man you know what i mean in a relationship and that's all coming from like you know society the media songs movies and stuff like that and when you actually get into a relationship and you start to like especially if it's like one of your first ones and, and everything you're not going to know anything else other than what you've actually been exposed to. So you're going to immediately start doing what you think is right from what you've seen. 
So you start doing things that you see in the movies, you start doing things that you see like, or that you listen to in, in songs. And like, it's weird to say, but like, I'm, I'm just gonna put it out there because it is a thing. You start doing things that like, you think you're supposed to, like if you watch porn, you think that that's the way you're supposed to handle a sexual situation. But 99% of movies, songs, like porn, that stuff isn't real. It's all scripted. It's not how something really works in real life. It's not how you actually make someone feel respected and loved and appreciated. And like, it's, 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 it's inaccurate because it's not consistent. Like you can't live that movie lifestyle in a relationship 24, seven, 365 for years on end. It's not going to work. It's just, it's not, it's delusional. It's not going to be like that, you know? So those are things that you have to figure out and like, you, the only way to do it is like kind of to communicate through it and like well i thought that this is how you're supposed to do this you know and that person's like well that actually makes me feel like this and then you're like oh wow i didn't know that you know so like communication is the way through almost mo like every single disagreement or mistake it's like if i was like if i was all defensive over things that i did um and i didn't want to take responsibility and say oh sorry you know like i thought that i would like this would do this and it didn't i was wrong and then i, I didn't want to fix it but like it's communication taking accountability and not blaming yourself and not beating yourself up about making a mistake you know and it's not getting all defensive and blaming the other person you like all these different like separations between men women lgbtq psw xyz all of those things like people could get along well if there was just open communication and like people taking accountability for mistakes and everything that they say you know what i mean like w -X -Z. Would... <laughs> yeah you, you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no i hear you brad add on there sorry um but when you're done if you don't mind no go go no go ahead go ahead sure yeah. Oh, wait. So um, yeah. So I was I was checking Chris Armstead's story the other day, and um, he I don't know I don't know if you know Mark Manson, but yeah, yeah. He basically wrote this passage right, and Chris posted it on his story, and it was about tolerance. I don't know if you've seen it, but it was about tolerance, right? And um, I think what what movies and like all people statuses and you know just like media in general they don't show you how relationships work like they just show you the good moments you know and then when you see the bad moments it's like okay this isn't right it's bad um it's toxic but the truth is every single relationship like i mean it doesn't have to be a romantic one but every single relationship has its downs and i feel like these days when people see that it's like it's a big issue and like there's big problems you know and it's not like it happens you just don't see it because all people show is the extreme good and the extreme bad there's there's like no there's no yeah. in between you know and um that's where it also gets messed up because you were saying like in your first relationship you're not like you only have knowledge of things that you've seen and that's how you portray your actions in the first relationship and you don't see the part where if there's a rough patch or whatever you're supposed to you know communicate um there's they don't offer ways of dealing with it so i think if you if you if your knowledge is coming from media alone 
and like not not a pure experience yeah. then it's obviously going to be bad and i think that's that's just the thing with with like relationships these days because people are just going to be like if it's not you know if there's a if there's something that's not good enough for them and if the other partner is just like screwing up all the time like okay it's cool but give them a chance to show that they they're going to sort themselves out you know like yeah. not everything like not every rough patch is a red flag to more things yeah <clears throat> so, can i touch on that unless you want to add something to yeah. me quick no 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 uh yeah can i add something quick yeah go ahead cool i was gonna say i was also gonna bring up mark manson actually dude so get out of my head <laughs> and oh, i didn't um, even i didn't even talk about the tolerating but you you obviously you're gonna touch up on that so uh okay well, I'm gonna touch something different <laughs> get over it's fun go 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 brad it's fun no nah, i was joking go damien bro talk <laughs> i was gonna say um no no i thought it's like god wait um mark manson says that there's three things uh that every healthy relationship has and it's respect trust and the ability to let go so sometimes you don't have to speak about an argument you have sometimes you just have to let it go and that's what a lot of people get wrong but then i also want to say that your first relationship if you take it from the general media yes it's going to be bad <laughs> but um if you have to base it off like a a solid source like mark manson then and that's from the media then your first relationship won't actually be that bad because if you have to have those three pillars your relationship's going to be pretty steady i think but yeah to you brad for 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 me i think that every every obviously every single human being on the planet is a completely different person because they've grown up in a different place they've had different parents they've had different friends they went to different school they've listened to different things um they've had different experiences so there's absolutely no even two siblings are completely different people usually you know even two identical twins who live in the same bedroom will be different people because of just different circumstances different experiences right so they'll never ever 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 be two relationships that are the same because those two people are always going to be different that relationship is always going to be different so like if you go into a relationship having some sort of expectations and having like an any kind of idea of how it's supposed to be and how it's going to go i don't think that that that's going to just lead to um you know you're not smart enough you're not you're not god you're not smart enough to know what's going to happen and you're not smart enough to know everything about that other person how are your relationships going to go so if you go in with expectations of how something's meant to be and it's anything different like even slightly different even if it's like even if it's better because if it's better you'll sabotage it to go back down to your expectations if it's worse then you'll break up because it, it, your expectations aren't being met so as people have a lot of unrealistic expectations and like guys and girls both because i know two seconds like, yeah so no worries damien so like a lot a lot of girls they 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 get in like their groups and they talk about like oh if a man ever does this like i'll tell him off and all of this and um i'll treat him this way and you know like a guy better respect me and you know i'm like a bad bitch and all of this stuff a lot of, a lot of girls have that oh, yeah. sort of attitude a lot of girls have that sort of attitude but they don't realize how off-putting that is to to a masculine energy male because a masculine energy male isn't going to isn't going to like you know 
take that. You know what I mean? They're, they're going to feel like you don't respect yeah. them as a male. You don't respect them as a human being. If you come off, come off with this, like, um, I don't take no from nobody. If you come up with like that attitude, like you're going to be very off-putting, yeah. you know, yeah. you can't be in, I'm not saying um, the men have to be in charge and, you know, you don't talk to men like that. That's not what I'm saying. Because in every nature. single one of us, there's a masculine and a feminine, right? If if you're talking to a masculine male and you're talking to him in a way like he's he's less than you, like, you know, you're talking down on him or you're condescending in any kind of way, that man's going to like be autom- like 100% put off of you, you know? But a lot of girls like have that kind of attitude and it's because of like the media, you know, like you listen to like maybe like female rappers or something talking about um gotta be yeah or i don't know there's even like pop songs dude they're talking like um yeah i don't do this for a man and i don't this and no man tells me this and i'm in charge you know like i'm a bad girl and this and that like that so girls think that that's how they're supposed to be it's not gonna work same thing for guys they think that they're just gonna like pick yeah. their thumbs and snap their fingers at a girl and the girl's gonna do whatever they want that's not how it's gonna work either so it's if you have no expectations of how something's gonna go and it's just open communication all the time just communicating about your needs and your wants and how you feel loved and all of that stuff then you'll work it out eventually it's a commitment a relationship's not something that you just get into to receive love and everything's gonna be like happy days if you're not ready to work on yourself and if you're not ready to commit to working on something like a relationship's kind of like a job it, it genuinely is it's like it's like having a pet you know it's like it's, it's something you really need to look after and if you aren't giving it the attention that it needs it's not going to grow and it's not going to survive it's going to break apart and it's going to fall so if you aren't ready as a human being if you aren't sure of who you are and like the type of person you are and, and how you feel loved um, and your type of like love language and all of that stuff. If you aren't sure about that, then I don't think you're ready to get into a relationship. Um, and if I look back now, I don't think who I actually was three and a half years ago was someone who was ready to get into a relationship. But because I because I fell in love, as cheesy as it sounds, because I fell in love with someone and I really wanted to be with them, I kind of had to become someone who was ready. You know, you you kind of have to grow up. You kind of have to put like get all of those things sort of into position. You have to learn things the hard way. You know, you trip no. over your laces, you, you fall, and everything like that. You sort things out. It's a, it's a commitment. If I wasn't committed and I had some sort of idea of everything was going to be perfect, the first argument that we had that would have been it. You know, if I had a subconscious belief that this wasn't going to work out, the first argument I was like, oh, this is it. You know, I knew this wasn't going to work out. Finished. But I had a subconscious belief that this was going to work, and we were going to talk through our problems. And you, you expect those things to happen because no two human beings are going to agree on anything or everything that ever comes up. You know, you're never going to agree on everything. Healthy conversations and healthy debates, healthy arguments are, are good for you. They give you a different perspective. You come up with a solution together of how you're going to move forward, you know, but it takes time. It takes time and it takes practice. You know, Audra from the previous episodes, he has a saying, he says that confrontation is good. It's going to build a better relationship. So, yeah. Is that, and then I also just want to say before I get sued that if you listen to Cardi B, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be toxic. It was not defamation of character. <laughs> okay, Dude, we can continue. Cardi B is like, she's so sweet though. She's a cool person. The music's just yeah, I, mean, I don't her. know. <laughs> I met her, Nick. <laughs> yeah, bro. Instantly, yeah, she's lovely. Yeah. She seems very sweet. <laughs> but she's um, got a really 
does like a ton of calls and she doesn't know how to drive. Actually. So that that's also another topic, but I won't I don't think there's enough time to bring that up. So I almost said something very sexist. Yeah, you get cancelled. Just said off camera. I'm just kidding, guys. Just said off camera. Yeah. Oh, flub. That's um, just a joke, everyone. I have a, I have one question. Is it a joke? <laughs> it was a joke. I was joking. There's, there's oh, female drivers better than me at driving, and I'm like <laughs> Michael Schumacher. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yo, yo. Let's let's hear, let's hear your question, dude. So I. I've got a fitness question. People only want to ask me fitness questions all the time. I don't know whether to be flattered or annoyed, <laughs> but it's okay. Flattered, um, be flattered. Yeah, I'm flattered. I'm very flattered. Someone asked me um, what the ratio should be between form and the load you're lifting, right? I kind of immediately just want to jump on and answer the question before I let you guys speak, but I'll, I'll let Damien jump on it first, then Nick can elaborate a little bit. Then if there's anything else, I'll add on at the end. But try to cool. Try not to talk for for ten minutes each, because uh, we, we probably got about like twenty minutes left. The podcast. Oh yeah. Short and concise. Are you gonna answer first then? You, you. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I'm wasting my time here. Okay. Don't look um, at the clock. <laughs> yeah, now you got me under pressure, dude. <laughs> I feel like I'm cutting a bomb. <laughs> okay, so on this, the ratio between strength and form. Um, obviously form is always going to be first priority. However, I think there is a small margin where you can let your form waver a little bit, uh, just to get the weight up and avoid injury and overtraining. However, that small margin, I would only say would be like at the start of a training block when you are the most fresh. So you have no fatigue built up, you have no existing injuries and that's very rare so like maybe once in a competition where you're squatting and your back falls forward a little bit like that's probably not going to injure you but majority of the time form is always going to come first yeah i think that sums it up yeah i mean i don't don't really have much to add besides your form like it depends on your goals as well because if you like, if you're in CrossFit or whatever, uh, I'll be honest. I I haven't done much research about CrossFit. I don't know much about it, but I know that the form isn't like 100 percent sound because that's like endurance. Not even like 50 percent strength. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I think it depends on your goals as well. And um, yeah, like your your form should always be a priority. You you're not gonna build true strength with a wobbly form like if you go onto a bench right and you like doing yells with the bench bro like <laughs> yell, yell. You, there's, there's literally you're literally not going to be performing optimum optimum i don't know you're not going to be optimum. performing 100 if you don't have your best form so i think your strengths won't really be where it could be if your form isn't good enough yeah, true. Um, so what I said to this guy, right, because I know he's trying to build muscle, right? Like that's the goal, build muscle. So I said to him, I said it's 100% form, 0% the load you're lifting because your muscles do not know the number on the weight you're lifting. The muscle, Your muscles in your body don't know that you're doing a deadlift. 
They don't know if you're doing a bench press. They don't know if you're doing a bicep curl. All they know is tension. And when you when you put enough tension on a muscle that it's overloaded, it sends signals to your brain that there's damage there that it needs to repair. And then it, 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 it adds on muscles so that that damage doesn't happen again. You know, so that's how, you know, so your, your muscles only speak a language of tension. I heard that in a YouTube video from Jeff Cavalier from Athlete X. He said, your muscles only know a language of tension. So you need to figure out as many ways as possible to add as much tension to those muscles as you can. You know, that's why you get different types of exercises, different different ways to attack your muscles um, and create overload. But you you will you will cause more tension to the right muscles if you execute the lift correctly. So if you're doing a bench press, but your shoulders are all rounded forward and you're actually using a lot of your shoulders and like, you know, you're actually using a lot more of your triceps and your chest, like if your form's out and, you know, you're using like weird like compensations, you aren't going to be able to grow as much muscle on your chest where if you actually like use the lighter yeah. load and you executed it perfectly where all the tension was like on your chest, you know, you, you, were, you were like one rep up, then two seconds down slow on the eccentric. Like if your form was mint and perfect, but you're still pushing yourself. Yeah, it has to still be like challenging. You know, you still have to be overloading yourself. But the, the the actual weight is much lower, but the tension is so much higher because you're doing it properly. You're not compensating and using like momentum and like, you know, you're not, you aren't using the wrong muscles and like doing strange things. You, you, you're going to grow much more muscle if you actually put on more tension. So I said to him, it's, it's, it's a 100% about form. I said, don't worry about it too much though. Like, don't be staring at yourself in the mirror. Like, like your life's going to end if you like your knee buckles a little bit on like a squat or something like that wasn't really a waste. You obviously want to be pushing yourself where it's like it's on the borderline you know, um, of <coughs> executing good, you can't execute in good form. Like um, if I, t I told him like your 10 rep max, is is the point where you can't execute the um the exercise with good form after that if i'm doing 10 rep max bicep curl i could probably go to 20 if i start swinging my hips and like throwing my arms forward you know but those aren't good those aren't good reps you know so it's all within good form i could probably do um 12 reps of my 10 rep max deadlift if i you know started like throwing my back forward but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be adding any benefit to the area that i'm trying to grow which could be my legs or my back or whatever but tension tension is the language that your muscles speak they only know tension um yeah no definitely i just want to add as well that with what i said obviously it depends on the individual because an average yeah. gym goer you shouldn't have the goal of just going in and letting your form break down now and then like no then your form must be 100 perfect all the time but um if you're like an athlete like nick was saying with the crossfitters sometimes their form does break down and they get a little bit tired or yeah. um if you're a power lifter and you go for like a, a heavy a, a heavy number like if your back falls forward a little bit then and it's like only at that competition all the training and everything has been perfect then you won't get injured. So, like, I'm not giving you an excuse to at the start of every training block to go and disregard form. Yeah. Form is still number one, but just in a rare case, you will be fine. Yeah. I think it was clear what you were pretty much saying. Like, okay, you no, I just wanted to. Yeah. yeah. It also depends. Like, you, you said a slight, slightly out, you know. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that, that'll probably happen if you're really pushing yourself. Your body's going to want to compensate because it's difficult to do something in good form. 
which is why you, you, you yeah. should, you know, because the more like difficult it is, the more tension you're putting on those specific muscles. But if, if your legs are weak or your glutes are weak and you're doing a squat and it's pretty heavy, it's a challenging weight for you. It's a weight that you haven't lifted before. Your body's going to want to compensate. It's not going to want to do damage to your legs or your your ass. You know, it's, it's it knows it's, it's smart. Your body's clever. It doesn't want you to, to, to hurt yourself. So it's going to try and compensate yeah. and maybe use some like hashtag, you know, like quote unquote stronger muscles like your back or something like that. So you're going to start to lean forward because your back can maybe handle the load easier than your glutes and your your legs. So you just got to be yeah. careful. Like your body is your body's designed to um, get the get what it needs done done, but you kind of got to force it to do it in the correct form. You know, so like it's it's, it's touch and go, but um, you you're much more likely to get an injury if your form is way out. You know, so yeah. always try and stick to form. It's, it's all about what your goals are. It's like what yeah. Nick said, um, we've said it before on the podcast. If your goal is to be, you know, the ultimate CrossFit champion, like it's okay if your form's slightly out and you, you maybe have like a bit more of a stiff back tomorrow or something like that. But if your goal is longevity, your goal is just like for me, I'm, I like hardly ever go out of form unless it's like completely a mistake. You know, so because for me, yeah. my goal isn't isn't one hundred percent just to lift as much weight as possible. For me, it's it's just about you know taking my body through the range of motion, um, doing what's healthy for myself. No, definitely. Yeah, no, that's true. Is it cool if I add on as well? Like, just I don't yeah. know how much time is left, but I'll try. I'll try to be quick. So yeah, like, like, with me. Minutes. Okay, cool. But I'll, I'll try to be quick. I'll still try to be quick. So, like, <laughs> with me, um, obviously, I said earlier that my goal is to, like, like I'm still getting into gym. And um, my goal is to obviously gain strength. But I'm doing quite a bit of toning. And, like, I'll go to gym and I won't, like, I won't feel ashamed at all to go light, dude. Because, I mean, I've been doing, like, workouts where I'm not giving, like, 100% of strength because I'm focusing on the movement. Um and i think my worst my worst form would be bench and um i just think there's there's certain exercises that you should maybe leave out like maybe primary exercises if you don't have that strength because my strength definitely isn't there and i think it's because of my form but that's obviously down to you know either my chest is lacking or maybe my triceps i don't know but um i think it's important that you start off by getting your form with maybe minor exercises as well just so that you 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 know how to activate those muscles properly with your mind muscle connection because that's like you said your your friends trying to build muscle right and like that's that's mainly about mind muscle connection like you you don't have to be benching like 150 to be putting on muscle you know and like you yeah. said it's all about the tension and i think it's also up to you to go and do research on the best exercises that will build tension for the muscles that, that you're trying to work. Like um, I was like watching videos on YouTube and I, like, I, I'm just interested to see what are the best workouts for different types of goals. And the way this one guy explained is that, um, well, not explained, he showed the workout with the, I forgot, the cable machine where it's got like one at the top and a hook at the bottom. I don't know. I don't know what that's called, but you know what I'm talking. Uh, about. I also don't know. Like yeah, I don't know. What yeah, you do like tricep <laughs> pull downs, and like curls on there, and um, he was treating it's actually better 
to do curls and pull downs on there then using like a free weight dumbbell or um or barbell for your curls because you've got constant tension applied to your arms while you're doing it so like when the when the when the bar goes down then the tension is like there's no tension on the bar the bar is just hanging and your arms are hanging but whereas with like the the cable machine you've literally got a constant tension going up and then going down and you can control that so the contractions are going to be a lot better and yeah like it's it's important to go and do your research on what's going to be most effective in reaching your goals um what you said now about how a cable may be more effective to do calls and stuff because constant tension because it's on a rope and stuff um i used to think the same thing that you're thinking now about how there might be one exercise that's best to build the biceps and stuff like that i even used to look I'm at like the same thing that you're saying now damien Oh, yeah, yeah, I even yeah. used to look at like EMG studies, you know, I used to have a whole series on Instagram and stuff. But uh, as I've learned more about programming and stuff, there's something that's called stimulus to fatigue ratio. And what that is, is that certain exercises will be better for a certain individual. So I might feel the cable curls in my biceps more than um, if I had to do like a free weight curl, whereas you might feel it more in your biceps if you did a free weight curl than in a cable yeah. curl and like you're saying when it comes to building muscle hypertrophy the most important thing or one of the most important things is actually to have your mind in the muscle so that you work in the right muscle so a cable curl might be the best for me but it might not be the best for you so you're no stimulus to fatigue ratio whereas if you're doing exercise yeah, you're yeah. Like, damn i've done one set and my chest is so pumped or something like that then you'll know that that has a good stimulus to fatigue ratio for you so yeah i just wanted yeah. to add that in there dude <clears throat> yeah like what i wanted to add was that um something might something might be able to like a specific exercise might be able to give you more tension or a specific exercise might focus on one muscle um better than it might isolate a muscle better than like a compound movement right but yeah i think in fit in in fitness like long term you, you're gonna want to do all of them you know at the set like at different stages because you can obviously uh isolate your chest like maybe do like a cable crossover you know and like i feel for me that yeah, works yeah. really well like for me that's isolating my chest and i feel like a lot of tension there but i can't only do like that that sort of like isolated movement like i actually need to then train my muscle in context of the whole sort of upper body push doing a bench press you need to kind of include yeah. all of those things at the same time like those cable bicep calls like that's good um you know that I understand like it's causing you know tension from the bottom all the way up it's like a, it's an equal load throughout it's not just sort of difficult in the middle of the rep but at the same time you if you're only doing that you also need to include like some like heavy barbell curls you know where you, you like yeah you, you have to go with like all of it all of it together you you can't just like you can't just train strength if you want to build muscles and you can't only like use isolation exercises and you can't only do like isometrics and you can't only do like all these different kinds of things <laughs> that, that go into it. Like maybe a good thing to do would be like a, um, a superset or something where you like, you do like a bench press and then you go into your cable crossover straight afterwards, something like that. 
or you know drop sets or try sets you know like you, you really start to get into things so but you need to include as many different angles of attacking i say attacking like it's you know like you're violently going at your body but you just need to stimulate your body in different ways because otherwise it gets used to it you know if you're only doing yeah. cables all the time your body gets accustomed to that and, and the growth will stop eventually yeah no well, i i think i miss um i misrepresented what i meant to say um uh, because when i was when i was speaking about that i meant like weight wise um you don't need like extremely heavy weights um but well, also what you were saying, yeah, like you yeah. guys you guys you guys did correct me i would lie you did humble me a bit on that um i'm not a, like i'm not a big fan of the cable machine like like you said like i prefer the free weights but i do go to it later on in my workout when when i'm feeling that i'm tired um and i know yeah. that like i'm not going to be able to keep a good form with dumbbells or with the barbell i literally go and i literally went like on i think it was wednesday or thursday i went to gym just for a quick quick workout and yeah. um i was like so tired dude and i thought you know there's no ways i'm going to be able to do skull crushes today so i literally went to the to the pull downs i did like 10 kgs dude super light but it was like incredibly difficult it was still difficult and i just yeah. focused more on on the contractions there so i mean like it, i think it has its its upsides at certain stages um as well because i mean i can tell you now doing even if i went light with the with the skull crushes i still think i would have been more effective on the pull downs you know yeah there was this time yeah. i stayed in a hotel um and i'd been doing like uh big compound movements i was doing squats deadlifts um you know barbell rows i was doing overhead press i was doing like barbell like lunges all of these like big heavy movements um but then in this hotel they obviously didn't have much weights they basically just had like a few little machines and small dumbbells and i was like i'll just have a light session you know like this isn't gonna do anything much you know i've been lifting like all this weight this was like a year ago um but um the next day i was actually so sore because it was a different type of stimulus from what i was used to and it, you know it comes down to those compensations that in like working your muscle groups together like my chest will be stronger in, in a bench press because it's using my triceps and a bit of my shoulders as well. But then when I do like a cable crossover, like it might be way lighter and, and feel sort of easier, like on the, you know, massive sort of exertion scale, you know, like how much you're actually putting in effort. It might feel a bit easier, but yeah. you're putting it under so much tension. You know, so the next day, was, next day it was like aching, you know, and I was like, geez, like this is, I'm so much more sore from this than I was from doing like heavy bench presses in like five sets of like 10 rep max. I'm so much more sore from this and like, I don't really understand why. Sometimes sometimes building strength um, like doesn't necessarily increase the size of your muscle or increase uh, the hypertrophy. You know, hypertrophy is what kind of creates size. Yes, yeah, yeah. but yeah, there's so many things that go into it. Yeah. So, oh, Damien's dying here, man. Um, Yo, I'm dude. Off, I'm running out of time. Yeah, I could speak about this for literal hours, but um, yeah. yeah, I need a kick, guys. <laughs> yeah. Now, it was a really great episode, guys. Um, so, if, if you are yeah, watching... Man, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Really thanks for coming it, on, bro. Nick. Appreciate, really appreciate all it, your man. support, bro. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Share this episode uh, with anyone bros. you think it'll bring value to. Um, 
thanks a lot everyone drop a like drop a comment ask us some questions you can send us a dm on instagram i'm at bradley underscore schraber at damien f777 yeah. and nick at slick nick new hey slick, slick, slick new. nick yeah. <laughs> make sure you follow oh, the new nick, nick, the... <laughs> thanks a lot cool. everyone see you guys next cheers week.